Hi, y'all. This is Carrie D. from Coffee with Carrie. Welcome to Season 2 of Coffee with Carrie podcast. It's such a privilege to do this adventure we call homeschooling with you. Thank you for tuning in again and walking this homeschooling journey with us. If you're new to us, you can find us on Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think you'll be encouraged. Let me ask you a question. What's the best way to destroy your child's imagination? Well, it's an easy question to answer. Just try doing school at home. What's the best way to burn out and hate all things related to homeschooling? Well, that's another easy one. Try replicating school at home. And what's the best way to kill your child's love of learning? Yep, you guessed it. Just turn your homeschool into a mini school. Now, let me ask you another serious question here. Are you modeling your homeschool, your curriculum, and your family schedule after the very thing you're trying to escape or stay out of? If so, why? You know the brick-and-mortar school down the street isn't working. You know the curriculum is full of revisionist history, indoctrination, and material that, quite frankly, should be taught by the parent, not by a stranger. You know the methods used are to control and teach a class full of 25 students not for one-on-one learning. So why are you trying to replicate what's happening down the street? It isn't working. It's actually getting worse. And that's why you're leaving it or not going back to it, right? So let me ask you another question. Why are you homeschooling? Now, are you running away from something that's just simply awful? Or are you running towards something better? Now, perhaps the initial reason you're homeschooling is because you felt God was calling you to educate your children at home. Perhaps it was because you realized in this post-COVID world that there will be no normal socialization happening in the classrooms. I mean, how can you socialize six feet apart all day long? Or you've probably realized that critical race theory and comprehensive sex education is seeping into your child's textbooks and homework. And you feel these topics should be taught by the parent with God's word as the framework. Or maybe you couldn't find the brave yet flawed heroes in your child's history textbooks and the other important and factual information about the founding of this great nation. As you search your child's textbooks, you couldn't find some of the most basic and vital facts about our history anywhere. So yes, you may be running away from something that's broken, and in some cases, quite vile. Or if you're continuing to homeschool next year, it's because you know these things and more are waiting for your kids if you put them back into the traditional setting. But I have a feeling the main reason you're homeschooling this year is because you're running towards something better. I'm just going to say it. Homeschooling works, y'all. Homeschooling is better, and I have the research to prove it. The proof is in the pudding. Homeschooling may not be for everyone, but those who choose to accept their God-given call into homeschool realize after just a few short months just how advantageous this kind of education can be. So mamas, let's stop looking back. Let's keep running away from something that's awful and ineffective. 
Let's stop using that model in our homeschooling adventure. Instead, let's keep running towards something better. Let's leave the mess and the lies and the bondage and the ineffectiveness of compulsory public and private schooling behind us. Now, as Proverbs 26.11 reminds us, it says, As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. So don't go back to the vomit. I know, it's an awful word picture, but it's true. I mean, really, what is vomit anyway? It's just regurgitation of things that couldn't be digested in the first place, or shouldn't have been digested in the first place. Is that not what the school system, even the public homeschooling charter school system, are doing? Asking our kids to just regurgitate back what they're trying to jam into their precious little heads? Let's run towards something better. Now, I've said this before, and I'm just going to keep saying it till you believe me and you walk in it. With true home education comes true freedom and flexibility. So let's get out of the classroom and leave it behind for good. And while we're leaving the classroom behind, let's get out of that curriculum box too. Let's start planning, teaching, and learning outside the box and outside the classroom. Now, disclaimer, yes, there are some students who learn best with traditional textbooks and traditional schedules. And if you have one of those kids, then you do what's best for your child. Order the all-in-one box curriculums with textbooks and teacher guides and weekly tests. Your student will love the order and rhythm of it. But remember, most children do not learn best this way. So don't try to fit your out-of-the-box thinker into a box curriculum. Now, another disclaimer, if you thrive with teacher guides and scope and sequence charts, well, then go for it. Just make sure your student also thrives in this type of learning and that you do not become a slave to your teacher's guide. It's called a guide for a reason. There's no reason you need to do every page and every activity listed. They're just suggestions. Okay, so this week's Coffee with Carrie podcast is for the following mamas. One, it's for those veteran homeschooling moms who have been doing this for a while and realize that what they're doing isn't working anymore, or you or your child are bored to tears. It's also for homeschooling moms who are not looking forward to starting up again this fall. It's for those mamas who are dreading it and who are feeling burnt out before they even start the school year. It's for the moms who have out-of-the-box thinkers or children with extremely overactive imaginations, perpetual bodies in motion, or insatiable appetite for curiosity, and they want answers, and lots of them. It's for those first-time homeschooling moms who have purchased old-fashioned student desks, nailed whiteboards to the wall, written out minute-by-minute daily schedules, and have stacks of textbooks piled up for each child, and they're feeling overwhelmed looking at it all. It's for the moms who feel like a deer in headlights who are still trying to figure out what curriculum to use and what to teach this year. And it's for those brand new homeschooling moms who are in a pile of tears already feeling the weight of the world on their shoulders as they realize that they're now solely responsible for every aspect of their child's life, which now also includes his or her education. But by the way, we were always responsible for this 
it was a mandate from God when he blessed us with those cute little bundles of joy. But now those loud, messy, super cute bundles of joy are home with us 24-7 instead of away in a school prison five days a week. But I digress. So this podcast is for you. So the first thing I want you to do is to just breathe and then sit back and listen to this podcast. Pray, drink some coffee, and then take another deep breath. Breathe, mamas. Just breathe. Then I want you to get your hands on four books and try and read them, or at least listen to them on Audible. The first one is Awakening Wonder, Opening Your Child's Heart to the Beauty of Learning by Sally Clarkson, Skip College, Launch Your Career Without Debt, Distraction, or a Degree by Connor Boyack. 10 Ways to Destroy the Imagination of Your Child by Anthony Esselin. And of course, my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. Now, the first book, Awakening Wonder by Sally Clarkson, will give you simple ways to teach your children during the daily rhythm of life. And my book, Just Breathe, will give you simple ways to organize your schedules, your calendar, your lessons, your homeschooling, and your home in order to rest in the Lord, to focus on what's truly important, and to simplify your homeschooling. Now, the book, 10 Ways to Destroy the Imagination of Your Child by Echelon, will give you 10 simple ways to not teach your child. I simply love this book. You have to read it. And then the last one is Skip College. This is for moms who are homeschooling their teens through high school. Now, Connor Boyack shares simple things that a high schooler and young adults can do to further their own education, either with or without a college degree. It's a must read and very eye-opening if you are in that season of homeschooling and motherhood. Next, I really want you to listen to last summer's Start Your Year Strong Coffee with Carrie three-part series podcast. Now, in season one, I want you to listen to episodes number 26, 27, and 28. Number 26 is called Start the School Year Strong. Number 27 is entitled Getting Organized, Simple Steps to a Successful Start. And number 28 is titled A Good Homeschooling Day. Now, if you're brand spanking new to homeschooling or you're a burnt out veteran homeschool mom, then for added fun, listen to season one Coffee with Carrie podcast episode number 32. It's called Epic Fails, What Not to Do While Homeschooling. I really want you to learn from my mistakes. Take a listen as you plan for next year. Now, let's look at what's inside the boxes first. Now, don't get me wrong, having a box arrive on your doorstep that includes everything you need for a year's worth of learning is Christmas in July. However, the temptation is not to let the contents of the box rule your life, suck your joy and pocketbook, and fill you with guilt and shame if or when you realize it isn't quite working for everyone in your family. Box curriculums are full. The contents inside the box will help keep you on track, but you may not have much of a say-so on the track you're on. The contents in the box will be easy to find when you need them, but the books and materials may not be what every child in your family needs. 
Now, the contents in the box will have every test and form of assessment you may want to track your child's learning with. But most learning really can't be assessed through multiple choice bubbles. And the contents in the box may be at the specific grade level of each child in your family. But if every child has a workbook for every subject, then when do you get to actually learn and homeschool together? So my challenge to you is to get out of the box this year. Let go of the notion that you have to model your homeschool after the very thing you're trying to escape. If traditional textbooks, lectures, and tests didn't work for your child while he was in school, why do you think they're going to work for him now at home? In your gut, you know there's a better way. The Holy Spirit is tugging on your heart and whispering in your ear. Walk in freedom, girl. Take a leap of faith. Sure, go ahead. Get a few workbooks or textbooks for one or maybe two subjects if you need a little extra guidance. But don't let your teacher's guide become your master. It's called a teacher's guide for a reason, remember? It's there to guide you, not control you. So what are some basic out-of-the-box things that you can do, read, or see this year? Well, first, don't feel like you have to have a schoolroom with desks and whiteboards. You know, in most homeschooling families, learning takes place at the kitchen table on the couch, in the car, or around the corner at the local park. The world is your oyster and your classroom when you homeschool. Your entire home and backyard is your actual schoolroom. God designed parents to be the child's first and most important teacher. God created the home as the safest place to learn about him, about truth, and about the world. Just because your child is compulsory age for school now, it doesn't mean you have to stop teaching him the way you've been teaching him since birth. Do you need a schoolroom in your home? Hey, if you have the extra space to keep the majority of your homeschool supplies in and a place to hang cool maps and artwork on the wall, then go for it. But you don't need it. Do you want your learning spaces to be organized? Well, it does help, (laughs) but you don't need an actual schoolroom for that. When learning at home, baskets for each child or bookshelves for each child is just as effective as a traditional individual little school desk. So the first step in getting out of the box is seeing your entire home environment as already the perfect and best place for learning to take place. Don't set up your home like a mini classroom. Second, don't feel like you have to follow your state's standards. Remember, they're all arbitrary. Every state has different standards. Now, does your child need to learn to read, write, calculate, and communicate effectively? Yeah. But God wired every child different, so there's no need to listen to the so-called experts on when your child should be reading chapter books, or when your child should be writing complex sentences, or when your child should be mastering fractions. Trust me, They all graduate high school with these skills. Should your child learn about America's exceptionalism in history and learn how to research and process information? You bet. But as the parent, you get to decide what to teach, how to teach it, and when to teach it. Once you free yourself of thinking you have to follow the so-called experts and what they deem as benchmarks and standards, then 
you are officially thinking outside the box. Now, third, don't let labels distract you or hinder you. If you don't know if you're a traditional teacher, a classical family, a Charlotte Mason girl, an eclectic or relaxed homeschooler, or a wild and free unschooler, it's okay. Most of us are a mixture of all types of methods and philosophies, mainly because homeschooling changes as the kids grow, their needs surface, their gifts become apparent, and you know, life happens. For me, I morphed from a very in-the-box traditional homeschooler to a classical homeschooler who used Charlotte Mason materials to an eclectic style in middle school to an outright, hey, let's just try it and see what happens kind of an unschooler in high school. The older I got, the more I realized my kids weren't learning because of me. (laughs) They were learning in spite of me. I just needed to get out of their way, give them some guidance, and help them in the areas they struggled with, and to learn right alongside them. And you know, that's one of the best parts of homeschooling anyway, learning all the stuff that I missed when I was growing up. Now, if you lean towards Charlotte Mason, but your in-laws think your schooling should be more rigorous, well, it's not up to them. Let it go. Do what you think is best for your family. If your friends are very classical, and they're reading Dante's Inferno in sixth grade, but your kids still want to play with worms and build infernos in your fire pit instead? Well, then find a co-op that fits your learning style and hang out with them instead. When you think out of the box, you don't need these labels. Read books about different methods and research curriculum that uses different learning philosophies, but don't feel like you have to do this homeschooling thing the way everyone else is doing it. Don't let stigmas keep you from doing what you think is best for your family. Now, fourth, once you start thinking outside the box, you also realize homeschooling is really more about relationships than about academics. Homeschooling blesses you with the opportunity to build your relationship with God, because trust me, you need to rely on him each and every day. And it helps you build a relationship with your hubby. It's a team effort. Homeschooling allows you the opportunity to help your child build a relationship with God and for him to build or restore a relationship with you or his siblings. Building relationships with God and with your family are actually the main reason and the best blessings of homeschooling. The academics, they will come. They're just icing on the homeschooling cake. Now, if you're coming home from years of traditional school setting, make sure you give your child a chance to de-school. The homeschool lifestyle is very different. There isn't a built-in social hour. Kids aren't being told exactly what to do and when to do it. And there's a lot of extra time when you're home. It can take a little adjustment for both you and your child. So make sure you let your kids de-school or veg out a bit before you try to start a homeschool routine. You will get more done in less time when you homeschool too. Your kiddos were in a classroom seven hours a day. But most homeschooling days start after breakfast and end before lunch. It's just another perk of homeschooling. So don't feel like you're not doing enough because you're finishing schoolwork before lunch. And don't be tempted to add extra work because they're finishing in less time. Take advantage of that extra free time for read-alouds, playtime, playdates, exploring, or even napping. When you think outside the box, you also realize you have way more time on your hands. 
And moms, that's a good thing. Now that we've talked about the label of unschooling and the importance of de-schooling before you start, let's tackle the last thing, non-school. The best way to think out of the box and to learn outside the box this year is to see anything and everything can be school. Mark Twain said he never let schooling get in the way of his education. Let's be a Mark Twain. Start viewing everything as part of your homeschooling. Then look for things to do, places to go, people to meet, and topics to learn that may or may not be in a traditional scope and sequence. Now that you have a different mindset and you're starting to think outside the box, what are some of the -the out-of-the-box activities you can do this year? Well, I want you to join me next week for some practical tips and ideas on how to think and plan outside the box. We just ran out of time today. In the meantime, Don't forget to read those four books, Awakening Wonder by Sally Clarkson, 10 Ways to Destroy Your Child's Imagination, Skip College, and my book, Just Breathe. I'll have the links to these books at my website, coffeewithcarry.org. Thank you for hanging out with us and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Don't forget to check out my book, Just Breathe, and take a sip of coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. If you heard something you like, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week, or share it with a friend who might need some help thinking outside the box this year. If you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie podcast, and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschool mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our podcasts, and our book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless. And don't forget to join us next week as we continue our conversation on homeschooling outside the box. See you next time.